You're gonna do fills. That's. The neighbor's trash. Neighbor's trash. The neighbor's trash. This is why I can't play percussion because I can't. I know, I get too nervous. No, I'm not nervous. I just can't do two things at once. I get nervous. <laughs> the neighbor's trash. 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 Welcome to the neighbor's trash. I'm Paul Mick Talladega. Oh, you got that in there, did you? And this is Kelly Mick. Sandwich. Great. Oh no, this is already the worst <laughs> of the last time we did it. And we're talking about things that you <clears throat> find at the thrift shops and where you go with them and what you do with them. Uh, Kelly, you have been off work for three days. Three days, Paul. Three days of just nothing but surf, sailing, and sun. <laughs> That's what I did. And I did spend every single day in the woods and at the antique shop. Like both. <laughs> I saw a lot of photos. I of also both of I those painted. Days. That's cool. As well. I finally, I finished my uh, coffee table. I finished all my coasters. You finished, you were painting a coffee table? Yeah, I got a coffee table. You got a coffee table? I painted it. I, I put a thing on Facebook that said, what should I paint on this? And then I didn't do anything that any of them said. Nice. That's always what I do. <laughs> Just like You're all wrong. What everybody does on the Facebook. Just like, all right, well, here it is. Nobody asked for it. <laughs> And then put one person that's you on there. Like, you should paint this. Good I, idea. I ended up doing Grandpa's wooden son. Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. Our Grandpa was a woodsmith. And he, it's a woodman. He does a lot of really cool stuff. I've got a chess set that he made me. And it's, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen or gotten in my life. It's over there. You're <laughs> laughing like I, it's in the garbage. <laughs> it just went from zero to chess so quickly. <laughs> like our last episode did. <laughs> But we, we can't talk about chess, but here's something about chess. <laughs> Let me tease out. an upcoming episode for you. My favorite. Bobby Fischer. <laughs> Greatest chess movie. Let's just watch Bobby Fischer while it's recording for our next episode. <laughs> we should. But not do any commentary. Just pick up the audio with us coughing and opening beers. All right. What were you going to say? Um, I liked the set that Grandpa made you, and I don't... Did he make... He didn't make the one for Mom no, and all I those think... weird pieces, but he made replacements for it if oh, they broke. Oh, okay. So... I, yeah, they, that's right. She had this, like, fancy chess set where it was, like, these, like, intricate little wooden things really that were painted. What they, yeah, those were amazing. They were just, like... I think they were just supposed to be, like, old peasant people because, like, they had, like, the king and queen and, like, all the pawns. Yeah, all the pawns are little peasant people. Yeah. We used to play with those... It's on a long list of weird toys. It's not like we were lacking toys. We had actual toys, but we would play with those chess pieces. Yeah. We would play with uh, cans of Coke from the Star Wars cans with the Star Wars characters on them. And then... Uh, super cool. Yeah, we're super cool. <coughs> There's probably other stuff. But anyway. So today, I'm going to first talk about... I found a life game. It was Star Wars Life. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited when I first saw it because I thought it was going to be like... The game, like, the actual like game Wars, of life, yeah. but it was Star Wars related. Yeah. But instead, they always have to make it too fancy. I know. Because, like, and then it was, like, all, like, I looked at the game, and it was, like, oh, your path is either going to be the light side or the dark side. And I was, like, that's not what I want. Yeah. I'll tell you what I want. 
is I want a Star Wars game yeah. that you can be anything in the Star Wars galaxy yeah. and then some of it can suck. Yeah. Like you're just going to be like, oh, I wanted to be a Jedi, but now I work at the Tashi Station and I have 17 kids in my car <laughs> and I don't make shit. Yeah. Or you're like, you're the Death Star janitor. Yeah. Yeah, that should be, that would be so much more fun. And it should still, like, you could do darker light side, but it's like, you don't really have a choice. It's like, you were born on the Darth Death Star. Yeah, it's just like a card draw, and you're like, well, yeah. fuck this forever. <laughs> like the actual Game of Life. That's why the Game of Life is so much fun, is yeah. because it's like, you don't get to decide. It's like... And then it makes you sad, because you're like, oh, man, this is great. This is what I always wanted. Then you're like, oh, wait, I'm... 31. <laughs> I don't have any of that stuff. <laughs> but my life is great. I'm just kidding. You always had to put those kids through college. Crap. <laughs> You're putting my kid through college. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that is a shame because I really do think the marketing ones like that should just be the game with the pieces. That's what I want. Yeah. Like, I don't want to play a whole new different game that I have to read the rules for and I, learn. That's, I I like a lot of the new games that come out, like uh, uh, Settlers of Catan. But there always has to be that one but, person that's super into yes. it that already knows how to play and it. And that's great if you have that. It sucks if you don't, but then every single time, like, I'm like, I love this game. I have so much fun when we get into it, but it's like there's that period where he's staring at the rule sheet. Yeah. And everybody else is kind of sitting there, <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, so I think you get... Four pieces of wheat to start, and then we go counterclockwise. And it's just like, no, this is, yeah, let's get some games. Maybe, yeah, they're great. But, like, either get everything together first before everybody comes over, or let's just, sorry, I'm being very, <laughs> I like, I enjoy this very well. I always have so much fun when it starts, so I, this is all a wrong opinion because <laughs> these games are so much fun. But, like, but like any game where you just everybody knows the rules, you've played it a thousand times, you get out the board, yeah. and you go, and that's you just want it sometimes. Pokemon or Star Wars theme, and they do that. They do pretty well with Monopoly because Monopoly's great. Yeah, I have like the I have Pokemon Monopoly. Well, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I have really bad allergies. Um, so I have Pokemon Monopoly. And that was great, that and was it was fun. fun because like it's just instead of. Instead of the boardwalk and crap, it's like a Pokeball or Squirtle. I know, and that, that's fun. It's just, and you get to be a little Squirtle going yeah. around the board. That's great. But which doesn't make much sense because why is Squirtle catching Squirtles? I don't know if they're catching. I think they're buying property, which is even weirder. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you should be a little Ash Brock and Misty. Buying property. <laughs> and uh, Gary. You were, you were and, on the south side, weren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But it's not. They're buying property. You're buying property. You don't understand the game. <laughs> All right. But moving forward, uh, I think that <laughs> I'm going to stay right where we're at. But I think the best tie-in game that I can think of for a uh, another property uh, is, say it with me, one, two, three, Yahtzee Jr. <laughs> With the... Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that was so fun. I don't know what made it way better than Yahtzee, but it was, it so was fun. way better. It was supposed to be the easier version, but it was well, way better. I don't remember what why, What doesn't though. make sense, too? How is Yahtzee easier? Yeah, Yahtzee's already easy. You roll <laughs> dice and you look at a thing and you're like, that's it. Yeah. So I don't know I guess what it, they well, did. Well, the only thing that made it easier is that they were just pictures. Like, you wanted, like, five mm. Plutos instead of, like... That's they true. Were, they it's just numbers. like you need, like, yeah. You didn't you have to You didn't count. have to add. Yeah. 
Which, why would you want kids to be adding? I, I don't want my kids to add, ever. <laughs> if I hear my kids adding, <laughs> slap in the face. Yeah, I don't know. But that game, I just remember it being insane. And it's one of the, another one of those things like Rockadoodle or um, uh, the, uh, Keeping the Faith. Where I don't ever want to watch it again because for some reason I watched it a lot as a kid. I, I got a lot amazing. of angry texts from Paul yesterday that just said, "Did you say that keeping the faith was too long?" And I was like, "I think so." And then you just you we went off a little bit about how like you what did you say? You're just like I don't want to watch it anymore. And then well, I was really excited because I wanted to watch it again, but I don't want to watch it. I don't like to. You know, if there's something that you uh, kind of hold sacred, if it's a game or a movie or something, and it's mm-hmm. just like you remember it and you remember, you still kind of have that feeling. It's a great a movie. Like, I didn't know that I was going to shut down everything in your life if Ooh. I said it was too long. I couldn't believe it. And I had to sit there and digest that while I was in the middle <laughs> of the antique mall. Oh, wait, that was like at 9 o'clock. Were you at the antique ball at 9 o'clock? I didn't remember when I had this conversation with you. Oh, okay. I remember we were watching Level Ball Game. I don't think it was at 9, though, because I think I was in my car. At 7? And I'm always in bed by (laughs) 9. I was at home snug in bed. It was definitely (laughs) 8.30. Yeah, but... I say yeah, but a lot when I'm trying to transition. I'm going to stop that right now. It's a habit I have. Done. No more. Let me tell you about what's written. What on else my arm. did you get? Uh, oh, sorry, I was going <laughs> to that. Uh, you you've been spending a lot of time. Our show is about flea markets. If you uh-huh. didn't know, we love flea markets. We go there a lot. You've been going to a lot of them. I have. Tell us about some of your stories. Going to those flea markets. Oh God. Okay. Um, what I was gonna say is what I have written on my arm here. <laughs> Is that um, I was driving in my car on probably the way to a flea market. I don't know. You really set me up for not the story I was going to tell. Car, flea market, bed. Those are the three places I am. So anyway, I was on my, I was on my drives. Yeah. One, of, one of my drives. And I, was, I was listening to the radio and that the Bare Naked Ladies song, A Million Dollars, came on. Yeah, yeah. And it got to a lyric that I just now got. Like, it got okay. to... It, he says, um, I'll buy you some art. And he says, a Picasso or a Garfunkel. Yeah. And I just now got that it's Art Garfunkel <laughs> is why he said that. And now I, like, I always knew who he was. I always knew who Garfunkel was. But yeah. when he got to that lyric, I was like, I didn't know he painted <laughs> Like, I've, I've heard that song so many times that I've had that thought afterwards every time that I was like, I need to make a middle note to look up his paintings. <laughs> because Mellingham has paintings. Just, <laughs> how did they compare to Mellingham's paintings? Mellingham's paintings are terrifying. It's really? funny, he has this one, it's of, I forget who the other actress is, but he was dating Meg Ryan. Okay. So there's like a... There's a, because we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and they had the Mellencamp exhibit while we were there. That's cool. And um, so there's this painting of Meg Ryan and she's like sullen and like scary looking. And it's like the little note was just kind of like, this is of Meg. She hates it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I could see why. She looks terrified. Is this how you see me? And it was another actress with her that I don't remember who it was, but I remember just being like, is that, I think it was like Helen Hunt or something. Uh, So I was like, is that Helen Hunt? A zombie form? 
But his paint, like, they're good, but I'm just kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, what's in your soul, John? <laughs> what is in your soul? <laughs> I was born in a small town. Zombies <laughs> living in my town. Did, did mom tell you that Mellencamp's coming here? To, to our house? house? <laughs> 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 to my house. You guys got to get the good china out. <laughs> Mellencamp is coming here. Tell the wife Mellencamp's coming. <laughs> Get out the lobster plates. <laughs> the lobster plates. Don't serve But we're lobster. not going to have lobster. <laughs> so, uh, you have a choice. <laughs> I can make the Annie's macaroni here now, put it on the lobster plate, or I just, Jimmy Jones. <laughs> Annie's macaroni is delicious. I That's love it Annie's for a different macaroni. podcast, the <laughs> Annie's brand podcast. <laughs> It's a, I, I don't like their cheese one though. I, oh, it's I always all, get the, it's all I gotta just get the white cheddar. Yeah, it's white yeah. cheddar. Because, well, this is, no, we're not going to get into the We probably already talked about it, I think. <laughs> I don't think so. Where the guy would just melt butter on top of his plain Annie's, and then they'd be like, here's your Annie's. And it was like, this is horrible. But then every once in a while, it was good. Huh. I don't, you don't remember that? Well, I remember them making it at NCS, but I always thought they made it in a normal way. Uh-uh. Oh. They well, I did, was fooled the whole time. They always time. made it without the cheese, but they put butter on Interesting. top of it. Interesting. There's probably like some... Well, I no, think someone was lactose It wouldn't be a vegan thing, but they still had butter. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I do not know, but I remember that specifically because sometimes... I always liked it, but sometimes they would bring it out and I was like, this is horrible because it just tastes like plain macaroni. Maybe they made it in such a bulk that the cheese just that didn't make didn't it all enough. the way through. Because the powder in that, you really have to stir it yeah. in. Yeah, maybe so sometimes, maybe they just sometimes you got the one on the top and uh, sometimes you got the stuff on the bottom. Because uh, I don't think there was professional Why did they keep school. serving us Annie's macaroni? But I think it was just a safe, like there's like, I think it was all, I'm not going to say his name. I think it was all that guy. <laughs> oh, uh, Bug Chocolate? <laughs> bug Chocolate. Now he knows. <laughs> that was my nickname. They called me Bug Chocolate. <laughs> it's my rapping name. But I think he had all... I don't think he even had the actual allergies. I think his dad was just mm-hmm. crazy. I think you're right. I think they were both like that. Because he was pretty cool, pretty chill. And um, I liked him. And the, but I think he would say he couldn't eat these things. And then he could eat them later in life. Yeah. So I think it was just his dad was saying like he was such a weird guy because he was probably he seemed like the most normal kid there. Well, yeah, all the normal people like got out right away. Yeah, everybody, we we stayed a little too long. I think it screwed with our heads. We went to this school. This is completely off topic, but it was the school in in Lafayette. It was this like alternative school, and I remember it was like they. My school thought I, I had, um, they thought, but I probably do, that I had uh, ADD. Uh, ADD. And they kept wanting to get me tested for it. And mom and dad, instead of just getting me tested for it, which they probably should have done. Yeah, mom told me that recently and like she was like still so offended by it. I'm just kind of like, well. Uh. It's like, well, maybe if your kid isn't learning properly, you should help him a little bit. He, he wants to draw they these chess pieces. <laughs> I mean, I did like to draw, but I probably should have been doing my schoolwork, too. <laughs> probably. That's my whole life. Just, <laughs> like, why? What are you doing? You're wasting space. But yeah, sorry, that was, it came out way darker than I thought it was going to. But anyway, so yeah, I got pulled out of school with my ADD, but I'm like, no, we're not coming here anymore. It took me to this weird school where it was like, it's like that joke from The Simpsons where they're like, so you have like... 
you you're already behind the rest of the class so you're going to catch up by going even slower mm-hmm. and that's what ncs was it was just like we're gonna we don't give grades out I... and we don't really do anything and you don't really learn much mm-hmm. and it's just like this is not but i learned skills there like, that's oh, the yeah, old, like yeah. there was like the woodworking class like that's i think that's the only place i could have been as a first grader or like i'm just gonna go to the woodworking area yeah no it's not <laughs> like nobody assisted you or anything just like Go work with, and no, there was great things about it because there was a radio station. I remember that. There, this was Jeff Bulington, and I uh, say it's probably too little. I call him by name because he's the best teacher I've ever had. Well, he they had that whole news story. He moved to, to the, he was uh, the chess coach. And yeah, then he, he did moved other to uh, uh, Mississippi. Yeah, and now he's like a he's a like they did a whole news story on him for what was the show sixty minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. like he's doing really good things down there. Mm-hmm. But he He's like he kids. turned a lot of shit around. I guess that was like a really bad school, and like the kids were yeah. performing really poorly. And he got them interested in chess and got them started like going to chess championships they, and they, crap. Here's here's the myth about chess, and I'm not trying to degrade anyone who plays it. You do not have to be super intelligent to play chess. Right. Chess is a game. It it helps with a lot of stuff, and it makes like it makes sense of things. And it's it's like anything. You learn it and you can play it, and like it's still a skill to be able to play chess. But it's not like you have to be a super genius to learn how to play chess. And I think for a lot of people, it's like they think they're dumb. And then someone comes along, it's like, you're not dumb. It's like anything. It's like if you have a bad math teacher Mm -hmm. and they're just like, you can't do math, you're bad at math. And you have another math teacher that's just like, okay, maybe try to look at it this way instead. Everybody can learn math. Nobody's bad at math. You probably just don't know how to do it your way. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. It's just like, here's the thing that everybody, it's just like, only smart kids do it. Only nerds do it, whatever. And it's just like, you can do it. You can be good at it. And it's just like all these Mississippi kids in this poor ass part of town. Or this poor ass town. And it, they got them. <laughs> poor ass. <laughs> poor fucking ass. I mean, they were showing pictures of it. It's just, I'm not trying to make fun of it. Yeah. It's sad to me that, you know, that people have to live like that. They have no choice but to live like that. They can't get out of that. Mm. But for someone to come there and spend some time with these people and make them feel like they're worth something, make them feel like they can do something, like, that's such a positive thing. He was a great teacher. I know. Like, I think I was I was never old enough at that school to have any Jeff classes, but he did teach me, like, online chess. Because I, w- I wasn't old enough to, like... I think you got like one-on-one lessons. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "You can play online." Well, we we teach Paul, and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." And like we go to turn, and it's the same thing. Like, I don't, I don't think I was a dumb kid, but like we were saying, like I, I was probably supposed to be diagnosed with ADHD or mm-hmm. ADD, and like that was the first time I was like, "I'm good at this." Yeah. Like I'm actually can go out and compete, and it's not like I'm. Like I said in the last podcast, it was like when I won that, that like I was, I had confidence. I was like, I'm not going to go in the younger group. I think I can compete with the older kids. Mm-hmm. Got my bluegrass, oh my silver God. medal. You said the same exact thing. I know, I know. Time. I did that on purpose for that reason. But <laughs> I'm not, I was going to say I'm not bragging. Nobody in the world would think that was a brag. There he goes again. <laughs> Always off on his dumb trophy for the Bluegrass <laughs> Chess Championship. You're honestly lucky you're already married. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but anyway, it made me feel like a good person, and I'm glad these kids are getting the same opportunity. It is. And great. I just, I think that's a special thing. <laughs> 
This is our podcast about shit we find at thrift shops. And Paul's tangents about chess that will come up every single episode. I'm sorry. I don't mean for it to. It just happens. Here is a long ass story about chess. I wasn't the greatest. I wasn't the worst. But I did get the silver medal <laughs> at the bluegrass. You're just waiting until tournament. someone picks up your story. They're like, you just need to get that right person listening to this. They're it's the like... seventh person. Those first six, they don't know anything. But the seventh one's going to be like, I'm just out here listening to every single podcast till I find the one man with the story about chess where he competed. He was okay at it. For a few years, and then in middle school he stopped, and now he's dead. <laughs> Why did you stop playing? I just, I, we went to a school that didn't really play anymore. Yeah. I joined the chess club. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to go in so many weird directions. At Tecumseh Middle School, when we moved there, that was the first, like, real middle school I went in. Which, if you're a child... <laughs> Don't go to seventh grade halfway through after going to <laughs> nerd kid school for the first year. Yeah, I lucked out. I started public school in third grade. Yeah, it's not good. But I just remember walking in. I was like, I'm going to join the chess club. That's where I'll belong. Oh. <laughs> they didn't like me either. Because you make all your friends in elementary school, uh-huh. and then they just carry over with you to middle school. That's the thing. Like everybody, yeah. It's like in the systems, they start in elementary school, make their friends, and then they like have their little cliques in middle school. And it's just like I didn't, it was the worst fucking thing ever. I didn't know that. Don't drop somebody off in the middle of seventh grade. It wasn't even seventh grade. It was halfway through the semester in seventh grade. You were a nerdy little oh kid too. Oh my god, it was not fun. You were really skinny and you wore those giant shirts. I know. I saw a picture of me as like when I had my big dumb saxophone shirt, and I'd always do this thing. I probably still do it, but I had like my head like halfway out. From my my neck was like Barontosaurusing out, <laughs> but anyway, you made friends though. You did it. I eventually made friends. I'm not like a loser, loser. You're doing okay. Yeah, eventually I found some people. I don't, for a while at least. <laughs> yeah, that would could. that would suck. Yeah, middle school sucks for everybody. Middle school is. God awful, yeah. But, um, what were we talking about? So, Art Garfunkel. <laughs> I had a, just a short story about Art Garfunkel that turned into a long-ass story about chess. <laughs> Isn't Art Garfunkel really about chess? I, for, whenever we talk about Mellencamp, I remember... Oh, Mellencamp, that's where um, My wife and I were in Chicago, and we were... Um, at a record <coughs> store, and of course we go straight for the Melican. It's like the first Melican, I think it was Scarecrow. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that'd be fun, we're gonna buy it. And I was just like, of course, we're these two dumb Indiana kids in in, uh, in Chicago, we buy our Melancamp, and like, the guy takes it out and he pulls it out and he looks at it and goes, you wanna check out this Melancamp? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! And Hell yeah! Did he like put it on? Throws it on! Like, fucking, uh, Melancamp comes walking and you play him, my jam! When the walls! Boom, two, boom, and down! 
phone. And then the ball falls over and here comes Mountain Camp. That'd, That'd be, be cool. amazing. Yeah. And that's my life. What I was going to tell you, though, is that Melon Camp <laughs> is coming to the palace, not the Yum Center, the palace. Mm. So it's going to be amazing. Yeah. For, the, for those of you who don't know, that's you, take just, of, <laughs> you take the four of... I just threw two things at you that you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, <laughs> the but Yum one's better. <laughs> the Yum Center is... I. That's the um, the U of L baseball arena. And it's the KFC. I said baseball. It's you did say baseball, and you're real Christ. stupid. Jesus, stupid. If you stupid, want to feel stupid. less stupid, when my friend came down, she thought it was a giant KFC. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately. <Pull> <laughs> How many floors does that sucker have? And it just still has one drive-up window. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta go all the way upstairs. They keep the chicken on the fourth floor. <laughs> mashed potatoes on the second floor. <laughs> you watch her as she runs. <laughs> I'm doing the scooping of all the things. I would go there, just yeah. like all the time. That would be good for exercise and for... Well, we wouldn't get exercise. We're sitting in the car. <laughs> and about ready to eat KFC. I always feel so sick after KFC. Yeah, but anyway, uh, it's a basketball <laughs> start that wasn't to dismiss your, your KFC. No, no, I can handle it. Yeah, okay, so. Um, but yeah, KFC. No, the Young Center is where they play basketball. Yeah. The award winning. And when, like, really big acts come, they usually go there because there's so much seating in there. But then the show is kind of impersonal. Yeah, and I, I've, had, I've seen um, uh, concerts at, <laughs> I don't know why I did that, I'm sorry, at Assembly Hall, too. And it's it's not a good venue for Assembly that. Assembly Hall concert. is at IU, yeah, Bloomington. Indiana University. Uh, that's, it's yeah. better it's than just, what you did, which is throw another stadium in there. <laughs> Everybody knows what Assembly Hall is, they don't know what IU is, okay? <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so it's not a great place. It's so impersonal and like, it's just, you always get stuck way too high up and it's not fun. I saw a, a Green Day. At a Assembly Hall? Green Day. No, I saw them in Peoria, Illinois at a similar thing. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I can do whatever the hell I want, but I saw them in <laughs> Peoria, Illinois. At a similar arena, okay. and it's just like, it's no fun. Like, you gotta see them. The only, what was fun though was Bruce Springsteen. Mm. Because, like, they're just so, like, everyone was dancing. The thing that sucked, I saw Paul Simon at, yeah. a, not Assembly Hall, but the. It was like the, the orchestra, yeah. At, at IU, and nobody danced. Yeah. He's playing all these, like, raucous tunes yeah and like yeah. we're all just sitting there like clapping politely I know. as he goes and then the punch brothers play which is a folk band like a then they do like these really cool things and we're just kind of like can we stand up i feel like everybody in there was like yeah if, like if she stands up i'll stand up and they'll stand up. i feel like that guy's gonna stand up let's wait till he stands up well my friend here just saw paul simon and he said that him and his wife did that they're just kind of like we're gonna stand and then i was like i wish i would have been then everybody home. stood um he said a few people stood or did they just <laughs> and they sat back down <laughs> do the white people dance <laughs> the two white people dances we do the one that's like the fists back and forth and then like the yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to call that one. Like the bongo, the slow bongo drum. 
But anyway, the, the, so that's the Yum Center. Yeah. And then the Palace is like this really cool like local venue in Louisville. And when you go in, it looks like it's outdoors because they have like the stars on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like a fancy, like um, John Mulaney said it was the fanciest place he's ever oh, been. He probably says that break. to everyone. But I took it to heart. Where did he say it? Did he say in the theater? Of course he did, Paul. Where else would he say it to me? (laughs) I bet he was in Indy bashing Louisville. (laughs) He said said where he played in Indy or spoke, whatever the hell he does. In Indy, it wasn't as great. He said that? Yeah, he said that because he went to Indy the night before. No, he didn't. And they came to Louisville. He said he played in India and then he didn't want to stay there, so he drove to... Oh, that is what he said. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know you were at the same show. <laughs> I like how fit we are, but we're both like, nah, let's live in Louisville because it's better. <laughs> it's not like I we know, disagree. I I'm offended, I'm offended <laughs> if people make fun of Indiana, but I would never live in Indiana. I know, it's just like... <laughs> and I, I, I like it more than most, and I don't want to badmouth it, but I did live there, and I do live here now and I'm well, in Indianapolis I feel like I'm get, gonna get murdered hmm. everywhere like Louisville if it's nighttime and I'm walking I never feel unsafe interesting but in Indy like I don't even want to walk outside the children's museum I feel like someone has an axe nearby and they're coming for me specifically and I throw Sophie at them and I why run. are you at the children's museum at night uh, just in general I just feel in unsafe general? in Indy hmm. I don't really feel like that really I just don't like how spread out it is. Let's not talk about it. It's a great place. I love it. Um, our dad. I, well, is from I there. never spent, and I don't think I spent. I never lived there. I think everyone else in our family lived there at some point, mm-hmm. and I never did. So I uh, think. Whoa. Whoa. whoa! I know that was a bomb. Tiny <laughs> one. So I never lived there. So I don't think I got like I just like visit and then I'm just kind of like this is a skanky ass part of time. <laughs> well, mom and dad will always just drop you off. Like, you say this is a skanky ass part of time. <laughs> I thought that we could just blow over. <laughs> I was like, this my... is a skanky ass part of time. I thought maybe my voice was crackly enough that it's kind of like that sounded like town. There was this. Um, I have to cross my legs for this one. This is very NPR. There's this, um, it was like a common thread I was reading, but somebody said the most, like, true to Indiana thing I've ever read in my life, where it's just like, he says, like, my wife and I were visiting New Mexico, and we were like, we could live here. Like, look how amazing it is. And, like, that's how you feel about every place if you go outside of it. I'm like... I'm like, I was like, for a second, I was like, kind of offended. I was like, no, that's what we do. Like, my <laughs> wife and I, whenever we go anywhere, we're like, oh, we should move here. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. This is amazing. This is so great. Like, it's it's a ama- it's a great thing. Cause I was just thinking about being from Lafayette, and especially the part of town where we live. Yeah. Where out of nowhere, we it was drive. just like a. It was just a bland town. And we drive it. into to India, like when we go there for Christmas all the time. And I just remember it being like magical. Just, wow, this is a yeah. completely different world. I had no they idea. They have built up Lafayette a lot since we've left. No, though. I don't think Lafayette's a bad time at all. Tap 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 town. Town town. But yeah, I just like we lived. Our parents both worked in town, and for some reason, we lived. 30 miles in inside of a cornfield like we never we didn't live in town for some reason for a we, while we lived in the cornfield no i think by the time i 
See, it's hard for me because I was the youngest, so like all this stuff, like I, my most memories come from living in town. Yeah. Okay. So, like, by the time I was in second grade, we lived in town. So you don't really remember the White House as of much? Of course I remember the White House, Paul. <laughs> My dad was president. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one I'm just saying, Clinton like, I never rush. had to feel, like, because, I mean, like, I had little kid friends that mom and dad would just have shipped to me. <laughs> Like, I never had to feel like all my friends what, were really wait. far away. What? <laughs> you had your friends shipped to you? You know, I, that was a bad way to put it. But, like, they just, like, we'd have play dates and sleepovers and they would just be brought to <laughs> Our friends had to purchase your friends and bring them over. They were different every time. You when rented like eight when, kids and brought them over. When you're little enough, it doesn't matter who you're playing with at all. Uh, like, like mom and dad would just be like, "Here's a kid we met at the store. We like their parents. Like, we're gonna hang out with their parents, and this is your friend now." I I don't know. Maybe it's different for boys, but like, there was kids that like they were shitty. Or they would hog things, and then I had one that mom and dad dropped off. You're right. I don't know who he is. He never came back. But. I was showing it my Pokemon collection, and I came back in, and they, all my games are gone. He stole them. He stole your games? He stole my Pokemon Yellow, for sure. Are you serious? Which is my favorite Pokemon You've game. never brought this up before. You just let it go? Yeah, well, for a while, I was like, oh, did I misplace it? Um, but I'm sure he stole it. Yeah, that's why Mom and Dad can't just have kids shipped to our house anymore. He stopped. It would just be a bus every night. <laughs> He blows hard. That twice. was probably the worst <laughs> way to put what I was trying to say, which is a completely normal thing. <laughs> pick you up in two hours now. <laughs> New shipments are here. I was also shipped to kids' houses. <laughs> you want a young boy, eight to ten, young girl, six to eight. <laughs> Fast friends. <laughs> Likes Polly Pockets. <laughs> No way! <laughs> well, me too! Rent a kid's ahoy! I had all the all the really cool Polly Pockets that had the... <laughs> okay, no. Like, I had the ones that had the, the rubber clothes, not the little ones that came in the little pockets. But Oh, yeah, I guess there is a huge difference between Polly Pockets and... Yeah, I don't even know why like. they're still called Polly Pockets, because they're not Polly Pockets anymore. Yeah, Polly Pocket Polly Pockets are the things. Then they've expanded this, the Polly Pockets universe, to include a lot of different things. You really went on this ride. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a quick thing to say about Polly Pockets. <laughs> well, let me tell you about the Polly Pocket universe. <laughs> Polly Pocket's mother, <laughs> Teresa Pocket. Anyway, what I was going to say is, I don't, I didn't have the little ones that like clamp shut and like were tiny. I had the ones with rubber clothes that like. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they were really cool. They but were cool. Emily, our sister, she burned the, the hair off all of them. I feel like, <coughs> I, I feel like. We, we have two siblings, our older brother Tom and our older brother Emily, and they were both... Cute sister is what I call her. <laughs> I, I call them female brothers. <laughs> but they were both tormentors, but in completely different ways. 
Emily's hurt a little bit more. Like, Tom's were physical and, like, just, like, they came at you like bullets. But then he'd be like, hey, that one thing you did, pretty cool. And then he'd be like, oh, thank God. Always <laughs> forgiven. Emily cut right to the heart. Because she would be really nice and then she'd have one thing. Like, well, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> just, like, something like that. It's just like, whoa. It hurts. Our siblings were a lot older than us. Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot. But... Well, I mean, the age gap between me and Emily is... Seven years. Hmm. I guess I never thought about that. Tom and I, what, three or four years? Yeah. Yeah, so, they're, yeah, they're old enough. So, that I mean, they were, me to Paul, um, Emily and Tom. I honestly think, too, big, the bigger yeah. thing is, I think that we're, but we're at the generation cutoff points. Like, I think they were at the very tail end of, what, Gen X? Yeah. And we were at the beginning of Gen Y? Because, yeah, we were, we were late 80s kids and they were early yeah. 80s kids. I was a nineties. <laughs> I'm basically a nineties kid because I'm like at the very cusp yeah, of eighty. There's 89. no reason to even say if you're eighty seven through eighty nine. I'd say eighty. I had I had two months in the eighties. <laughs> right, you're still an eighties guy. <laughs> I claim it. I was like, oh yeah, I remember when I had my hood burns and roll ups. <laughs> and then the nineties came. It was all grunge and pies. But. Um, Oh, dear God. But, yeah, so they were just, I think they were the cutoff point. And I think there is that, there's the Jim Tom generation. Um, Jim. Jim Tom, uh, or Jim. Okay. Uh, and just like, they all, they all, you <laughs> it could sounds tell. like he's like our Hugo. <laughs> we didn't talk about him. <laughs> we have a third sibling. <laughs> Let's not talk about it, though. But, um, yeah, they all, you can tell the difference if you ask them if they like Dave Matthews Band and they say yes, you know they're on the other side of the cutoff point. I like Dave Matthews Band. You are on the other side of the cutoff <laughs> point. But no, they love, I'm not saying, like, you liked a couple of their songs. Okay. I'm not saying, like, I liked, like, uh, Dreaming I'm in the morning. Yeah, that's a great it's a good song. But I'm talking like they they obsess about yeah, Tom loves Dave Matthews. They love Dave Matthews band, and that is where you know there's a difference. It's where you know, and it's I don't know what ours is Pokemon. I think I think if you if you understand what it means to truly love Pokemon, I I don't know about that though because I think that Pokemon has like had so many. It would probably be the 150 Pokemon. In our generation. Yeah. Because, like, it keeps going. So, I mean, all the kids, like, you, that you're putting, like, eight-year-old kids into our... But it's not like, group. it's not like some eight-year-old kid's like, I'm all about Squaxar. What's this Squirtle business? <laughs> you know, they like Pokemon, but I think, like, we we had the show at its yeah. prime. We had the, the game right when it so came out. sad. It was literally ten years old. It was sad? Yeah. Do you know how many Pokemon episodes still make me cry? No, there's that's the pathetic. Char- no, there's the Charmander one where his oh, little light's sad. going okay, out, sorry. and yeah. he's waiting for his owner. That's not, and then we go. He cuts to the owner who's making fun of yeah. the Charmander. Can I do a spot-on impression of that trainer? Sure. That Charmander's out there right now, waiting for me to come back, and I'm in here in the rain. I know. Who who is that man? Yeah, that's he's the an worst asshole. Man in the world. And Charmander is so sad at the end when. He's like, I guess that Charmander really is strong. And then he tries to get him back. And yeah. Ash is like, dude. I'm glad that Charmander like, didn't just walk back to that's him. That's a pretty good lesson for all of us. Sometimes they didn't have the best lessons. But 
that one was like, it's like you could go back to that. Or you, you know, could go to You know, Ash. you're miserable. Or you could go to Ash. He's going to love you, and he's going to yeah. bring you back to four. He saved your life, And then bro. there's another episode, Paul, where Meowth learns to talk for that female. Okay. That's fucking sad. That was fucking sad. Then there's the one where they're all abandoned on that island. Yeah, and then you learn that the bad Pokemon are just, they like, we our masters are bad. Yeah. Pokemon aren't bad. So, Paul, masters there's are bad. three examples for I, you I right there. I got a four there. foot for you. The Butterfree episode where Ash releases his Butterfree. I don't remember that. Yes, it's the first Pokemon he releases, and it, wants, it falls in love with a lady Butterfree, and Ash is like, go free, little Butterfree. Aww. That's really, and then there's a montage. It's like the sixth episode, and there's the montage of the first five episodes. That's like the, the clerks where they do the throwback episodes. That was the greatest episode. thing ever. I can't believe that, that do, show is not. Do you remember? I rewatched it because it's on, it's on the Roku channel. Oh, is if it? If you just go to the Roku channel, that's oh, free. Oh, no, that's awesome. That it has all the clerks episodes. So there you have that, it, the guys. Cartoon show, the cartoon clerks that was based off of the... Uh, You're grabbing your guitar, which is making me uncomfortable. Are you going to start singing this part? No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I grabbed it. It was based off of the movie Clerks. Yeah, which I didn't really care for. That's stupid. You like, there's one year of your life where you like it. It's right before you go to college and you think you're smart. And you think that you're going to be hot shit. And you're like, oh, look. It's like no human being has ever talked to another human being the way that those two characters talk Mm -hmm. to each other. Mallrats makes me the most uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Mallrats Mallrats is the same way. The the dialogue, it's just like he he was like, look, has all these thoughts. When he walks into the mall and says, looks like a stage is being erected. (laughs) And you're like, if my friend said that to me, I would walk back out of the mall. (laughs) Or at least there'd be a brief period of like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, T-Y or T-R, whatever. It was T-something. T-R. And I was like, you can't do that. Guy with shirt around his waist. You can't do that here. He's a twin. I've learned that later. That doesn't matter. Jer- um, Jeremy London. And, and then look- he had a twin. Because <laughs> I saw <laughs> something else, but he wasn't in Mallrats, and I was so confused. Anyway... <laughs> So, the film Mallrats, the only scene in it that's any good is at the end where uh, it's Jason Lee and he's talking about that that airplane crashing. Oh, yeah. And, like, everybody's like... I, I still like Brody. I mean, I think that he was a likable character. I think he was better. I think it was just because it's like, oh, Jason Lee's actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. I think that's all it was. I don't think that... Because I liked his whole spiel about the escalator. Yeah. I even did that in my theater arts class as my monologue. Really? Yeah. That kid is back on the escalators again. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> not a year goes by. Not a year. I probably can still do it. I don't hear about some dumbass kid. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. So, Star Wars I'm is a film that came out in 1982. Starring Liam Neeson, Christian Bale... And Jabba. Jabba. Liam <laughs> <laughs> the Christian Bale and Jabba Dabba. Alright, we're not going to talk about Star Wars this episode, clearly, so. Um, well, I don't think we've gotten to the toys yet, because we, we crapped up, we... 
doodle cooch thing. <laughs> we fucked up this episode. We had to start over. So there's a lot of things I don't remember if we talked about. I, I like that we. So we had a whole first part of the episode, and it was got really weird. So we decided that we were just like, all right, we're gonna start over. And then we tried to cram everything we said <laughs> in that episode that we bailed on into this new episode, which is now just an insane. I think it's pretty good. Thing. Oh, no, it's great. I yeah. love it. But but I don't think that we've talked about the Star Wars toys yet, so let's do let's that. Let's talk about Star Wars. So, so what I found at the flea market today, or yesterday, I think, is that there's an Ewok Village toy. So this is, we're, we're, we're staying in the Return of the Jedi area. Yeah. So the Ewoks are in Return of the Jedi, even though their finale was cut for the new ones. All right, well, we're not going to talk about the new ones. We're talking about a Ridge Tridge unedited. Yeah. I wish we still had those, because we had them on we VHS. Have them. They're somewhere. We have them. Everyone says that when I ask, but then nobody knows where they are. Like, is there, like, a secret little hut that you guys keep things? Remember the end of Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> There's just a crate among a bunch of other crates that is clearly just a painted wall of crates. <laughs> they wrote on the side, Star Wars DVDs, <laughs> like when you're moving. They were VHS posts. Shut up with your face. I know what the, I know the difference. I but, went to school. <laughs> but I found I found the Ewok Village, which we used to have. Well, we didn't have it, but my aunt had it, and we could totally play with it when we came so over. That was another part of that we were talking about the uh, magical Christmases spent in Indianapolis. You say the whole name. Indiana and Annapolis. And in Annapolis, as Parks and Rec told us, every character <laughs> always says the entire thing. There's no way to shorten it. You we're have going to, to Indianapolis. Indianapolis. I can't believe we're going to Indianapolis. <laughs> we're going to fly there. Even though every part of any town you're in is two hours away from every, Indianapolis. Everyone's going to call it Indy or Nap Town. No one's ever going to call it yeah. Indianapolis. Nope. <laughs> Nobody calls it that. You know, I didn't, I didn't understand Nap Town for the longest time. I was like, where does the nap come from? You know, Nap. Indianapolis. And they call it Nap Town because it puts you to sleep. Oh, that's no. what our grandma said every time. Did she yeah. say that? That yeah, sounds like that's her thing. That you said. she's if she was a doll and she had a cord on her back, you would pull it. She'd say they call it Indianapolis because it puts you to sleep or Nap Town. Hold on, let me <laughs> do another take. She'd say this is all the doll Good talking. Good grandma. <laughs> her other thing is. The rapture's coming, and I want to save all my grandchildren, even you. Even you. But yeah, so we had another part of it. We'd always go to our aunt and uncle's house, and they always had, like, they were, like, they just always had, like, the nicest house, and they were at the point, they were, they... Our, my, my mom and her sisters are like really far apart yeah, age that's wise. Thing, so. so like they, she had one sister that was, I think they were all like 10 to 15 years apart because like, yeah, so all of our kids, they were empty nesters by the time we were like, so like they treated yeah. us like their kids because they didn't have grandkids yet. They weren't old enough to have grandkids. Right, right. But their kids were out of the house, so they're like. I remember, like our aunt would take us out on like birthday celebration dinners. Yeah, like yeah, we'd always go to dinner. Like a, she'd take me to Red Lobster. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she let you choose. Yeah, you're she probably right. She'd take you anywhere. <laughs> I'd probably always pick Dairy Queen. Uh, but um, yeah, so they had this box of toys in the attic, 
And I think there was more than just the Star Wars toys, but that was all we wanted. That's all we wanted. We only wanted the Star Wars toys, and they would go up, and Uncle or Uncle Charlie would go up into the attic. He'd pull down the little thing. I know every time. Up there. Why did they put? They had so much room in their I know. house. Why, why did they put them the all the box? way in the attic? And then we had to like go interrupt the adults talking just, to be like, um. They never. Yeah, they never just assumed we wanted the toys. It was always like we had to be like sit there like sad little puppies until like you want those yeah. Star Wars toys, don't you? Just like get you know. <laughs> we're coming get the star wars toys for the attic and put them down on the ground but yeah they never did that and but when they finally did it was the greatest thing ever and they had they yeah. had really cool toys because their kids grew up when the original trilogy was actually happening so they got the toys mm-hmm. like as it was going which was so cool that's so cool that is so cool the, those toys worth a fortune yeah they had the cool they had the little ewok thing which we were talking about um which is and it had the little crank where you could, the little elevator crank. Where yeah, you it's like the treehouse area. Yeah, it's a little treehouse. They had at least three Ewoks. We decided they had, they had everyone. This is all what you missed on our first take. <laughs> was it three to four? Yeah, was it was just four? like I remember. It's like no one cares. <laughs> uh, we had yeah, so they had all of the uh, original uh, cast members. So there was no one you couldn't play with. Um, and I just I don't remember there being anything that they didn't have. They had, they had the. They uh, had the swamp that Yoda lived in the Dagobah system. Yes. And the best thing to me was that our aunt had like this pristine white carpet, mm-hmm. and that was the area we played in. And she would always like bring down the Yoda hut and be like, "You know this," because it had like the it had, the swamp had all these like little pieces that would pop off, and they'd like get in the carpet so she'd always like bring it down not lay down any newspaper or anything but be like if any of this gets on the carpet i will find you <laughs> yeah it was like always a threat like she would obviously never hurt us yeah but, like, <laughs> 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 diane if you're listening we knew <laughs> there's the scene where we were playing with it and the door would slowly open and you just saw the shadow of her with a baseball bat and then it would cut what's that on the carpet kids <laughs> It's just funny. Like there are so many other rooms we could either be. We could even go outside. I don't know. Well, I thought like I mean I'm sure we're not remembering it correctly. It was probably like ten degrees outside. But yeah. I feel like we probably could have gone to the garage. Uh, or just newspaper. Yeah, just put some damn newspaper down, <laughs> Aunt Diane. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't understand that at all. I just feel but yeah, like... I just remember like she'd check, but like she'd like give us the warning before she gave it to us, and then like after we were done, she'd like inspect the carpet. Yeah. And like we were pretty good about it, but it was just like one of those things. We're just kind of like, you always had to be thinking. I mean, you about couldn't it. not get the shit on there. It would come off. It would come off, but like it was when it, it got up. grounded into the carpet yeah. when it was an issue. I think what the foam was it was supposed to be the swamp. Yeah. And. Like, characters would be able to, like, sink into it. Yeah. I think it just got, like, over time. I think it used to be something where you could put the character in it. It would, like, sink, and then everything yeah, I would saw, Just over time, it just started popping out. I saw an old photo of it, and it had a little R2-D2 sinking into it. Mm. That's supposed to be the thing, because he That's sinks into the thing. Cool. But, yeah, th- this... Uh, what I was trying to bring up before I was uh, yelled at earlier uh, with the Polly Pockets extended universe <laughs> is that i believe they also had the little they had a death star but it was a poly pocket death star they did it, yeah open it up and then they have the little star wars characters yeah. in there i knew where you were going i just wanted to just i wanted to tell a story 
Like I thought I was, I thought I was safe in my own world of polypockets, but then it like went into the expanded universe of polypockets. I didn't say expanded universe. I said that you as a joke. Absolutely did. I did not say expanded universe. What I was talking about. If I did, then this podcast is over. <laughs> oh, buddy, I'm gonna rewind this. Listen to it later. You don't have to rewind it. <laughs> okay. This is a right. analog tape. But I, I, we also had the Lion King Polly Pockets. Remember those? Anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, we had all these toys, and uh, they're incredible. I'm sure they'd be worth millions today. We don't have anything that we grew up with because our parents moved so much. I know, and then they would... they What they do, and I think it's kind of cruel, but they would put everything <laughs> in a box and then be like, you come claim it or we're throwing it away. I think that's fair. All right, I've all always right. thought that was fair because like... I, it, I guess, like, there's they're, so much They're shit. two yeah. grown people just carrying around a bunch of toys that they have no connection to. Yeah. Like, and then they, they kept that box. I came and got all my stuff out of the box because Emily didn't get her stuff out of the box in time. <laughs> <laughs> and so mom threw her, like, bicycle away and Emily was pissed. I'm just thinking about mom, like, walking out <laughs> to the dumpster with all Emily's stuff and Emily's running after her. No. We're going here now! Okay, I'm on mom's side for this. All right, all right. You're mom right. Gave you're us right. months to get our crap out of the box. All right. And that's why I have the most of my childhood things out of all of us. I went through it, but I, I pulled out all this shit that I'm like, now it's in a box in my closet. Yeah, see, I, I don't think it actually matters. I didn't get uh, Cutie Kitty, but she, he, she's still there. I saw her. Well, yeah, I think Sophie plays with Cutie Kitty. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are just, they just got passed down to Sophie and Lincoln. Yeah, we put a lot of stuffed animals. Yeah, because I have Seely, which was very cleverly named as well. All of our, the animals' names are just... Liony. Yeah. <laughs> Something E. <laughs> I, 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 Liony was my best toy. I, I carried that everywhere. The dolphin had a name that wasn't super clever either, but it wasn't dolphin It wasn't dolphin Yeah, no. I don't remember. I thought it was a rabbit when I first got it. That's cool. Turns out it was a dog. <laughs> I remember that because the fin was poking out the top. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun Christmas. I think that, I don't know if this is the same all Christmas, but Emily got the Billy Joel CD and we'd always listen to Rivers of Dreams. No, and that's no, no, still, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. Hold on. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, so, no, it wasn't that Emily had. Billy Joe Rivers. Oh, I think we already argued about this on the podcast, actually. I had (laughs) Billy Joe River of Dreams. (laughs) And it was my first album. It was my favorite album. Oh, it's Mm. a great song. I've been listening to it a lot lately. That's a great song. It really is. There's a couple other ones that are really good on there, too. It's probably my favorite Billy Joel song. And I got it. It was scratched up, and I got a second version of it. And I still have it. I nice. still have it. I need to get that. Um, first album I ever got. I need to get that record. You have that record? Billy Joel River of Dreams? Yeah. No, I do not. Nice. That'd be a good other record. That would be every but, other record. Uh, every other record. <laughs> uh, Emily got... You have um, four beers. It looks like four. <laughs> well, I mean, it is four. It's not like they're four that are ready to go. This one's full. Right. You're beer shaming. Uh, Emily got uh, Deep Blue Something, which had the song. Oh, okay. She ended up, t- I think she took River Dreams from you, though. Oh, my God. Tom got 
I didn't get an album. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, and I got Billy Joel River Dreams, and you got like a Polly Pocket set or something. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I actually got the quintuplet set where you had, you got um, five dolls, and you had to run them underwater to see if they were male or female. What? Is that real? <laughs> yeah. Polly Pockets? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't show you like they're their business but like it would just be blue or pink he got the business (laughs) that would be disturbing but yeah it was like those like you remember those um i think they were called like surprise puppies or something yeah but you could either get like one to five puppies within your baby like your mom wouldn't it suck to get one yeah that's what i thought i was just kind of like how do you know because I know that parents that were, like, insane about their kids' presence would, like, feel inside and be like, oh. They better be. <laughs> that was a super inappropriate gesture. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I just don't, like, I kind of get what, like, <laughs> what you're getting at with these parents were getting at. Because it's like, you don't want to give your kid and be like, here, you can get one to five puppies. Here's one puppy. (laughs) Sorry, there's your horrible Christmas, you stupid kid. I have to I have to raise this one puppy and it has to have the life that I want it to have. What accent does this child have? (laughs) Not good at accents. I just kinda go foreign and then I keep talking. (laughs) Foreign. (laughs) Alright, so I think that was Italian. I know. I don't think it was at all. <laughs> I don't think it was close to Italian. Okay, hold on. Uh, <clears throat> no. Yes. Forget about it. Forget about that thing that you're doing. Let me do Australian. Don't. Okay. Yeah, I'll try it. Ay. No. You we go. <laughs> we got a real good party for you. <laughs> okay. What is, where are you go go with your party? I can't do anything. We'll save this for the end of the episode because we got a big surprise for everybody. I can't. I've never been able to. I like if I just fall into an accent, I can keep going, but I can't just be like, "You do this now." I'd be a terrible actress. No. Thanks. You'd be a great actress. <laughs> Thank you. Don't give up on speaking. your dreams. Do not give up on those dreams. I haven't acted since theater arts in. <laughs> Seventh grade. I was. I had a small role. Oh, that was freshman year. In <coughs> Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's that Web. was amazing. I wish I could watch it now. That what? spider. I'm exhausted. This stuff comes out of my body. You know. You can't just go to the store and buy it. <laughs> I was Homer Zuckercorn, and me and the wife. Um, Mrs. Suckercorn. <laughs> we were so bad at singing that they cut our song from the play. <laughs> and then I got best scuffing on stage. <laughs> I remember you only had like one line. And I was like, I'm over Suckercorn. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. I don't know, because I remember the girl that was the spider, Charlotte, was like, uh, like a... She was... Star child. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, her mom was insane. Yeah. And like, she was just kind of like, my daughter Charlotte of the play. <laughs> Here comes Charlotte! But was that a real play? Yeah, we put it there's on. There's no way that line was in a song. Like, that was a, like, that was like a, like a real... 
Oh, you mean like that it was an adapted from a real thing? Yeah. That they, I don't know. I don't think just, Charlotte's Web like, is a musical. I feel like they just wrote that. Like the parents wrote that for you guys. Uh, they might have. I have no idea. It was bad. I remember I didn't read for Homer's Dr. Corner. I was very upset. I didn't realize Who'd that's how casting for? worked. I think I read for Wilbur. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. The pig. I know who Wilbur is. I don't understand why that's funny. <laughs> I mean, he's the main male protagonist in the film Charlotte's Web. And You're right. I'm sorry. Of course, I would read for Wilbur. I'm a natural Wilbur. I just <laughs> the chess champ is going for Wilbur. <laughs> All hell, the chess champ as he reads from Wilbur. Who knew he could come from his studies in time? <laughs> It was uh, Lexington, Kentucky's what? You're like really spilling that. I guess that was Nicholasville, Kentucky. It wasn't Lexington. That was Nicholasville, Kentucky. Yeah. We were close enough to Lexington to be like, UK, stuff everywhere. But... I got a, uh, a little fun story for you. Oh, God, why? <laughs> they're never long. Like, they're never, <laughs> <laughs> they're never long. <laughs> they're always long. I got a, I was opening up a can of Coke. I was a pack there. Of Cokes. I was there. <laughs> I drank it, refreshing as shit. <laughs> no, but was, this is what Beanie Babies for Papa. I pulled it out and I got a UK uh, cat, Beanie Baby. Yeah. And I was holding it with my parents. I was like, this is awesome. And they were both like avid haters of UK. And they're like, what's funny though what is I think do they the still have that. They do? I think so. I've seen that recently. Oh, I didn't know that. So, like, that they keep. <laughs> I remember the day we lost faith in the boy. <laughs> it was the day he brought us well, the UK cat. What's fu- it's funny li- living down here. There's no pers- there's no professional sports teams in Kentucky. Right. Not I mean I, I don't know about like baseball and shit. Like, there ain't none. There ain't none. There ain't none. I don't think there's very much. So like they get behind U of L and mm-hmm. UK to an insane degree. That's uh, for college sports. Yeah. And, like, if living here and not growing up here, I have no affiliation to either. Right. So, like, but people, like, I mean, okay. I got, I have a blue car, and I had to put a Colts thing on the back just to be like, I'm not a UK person. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here. Our whole family does that, because we, we all end up with blue vehicles, and we put another sticker on, like, <laughs> whoa, 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 guys, do not beat me up in the alley. I'm just here <laughs> as a Colts fan, just hanging out. It's like nowadays wearing a red hat and being like, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red hat, but look, it doesn't say "Make America Great Again." It says, "I like Farm Town." Totally, <laughs> which is completely different. But yeah, they're they're crazy about the U of L UK, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm not. Ahead. And it's funny too because, like, I guess our thing would be Purdue IU, but nobody gave. A but shit no one cared. Like, it was yeah. just, and like people would start try to start shit with me. And, like, they'd be like, yeah, we're from Purdue. And I'm like, I grew up near there. <laughs> I know. We used to watch the marching band. That was fun. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I think you're nice. I always, my wife is a Purdue fan. She went to Purdue. And I always have to, like, like whenever we watch Purdue games, they do, the football games, they do this chant whenever they punt the ball or they, go, or they kick off. They go, oh, you sucks. And I always go, why do they have to say that? <laughs> like, it's actually... Like, well, I cheer just as hard for Purdue as I, I do. I know, that's year. my thing too. I'm just always like, 
I like because like it. when it's like March Madness, I'm like, oh, I want. I I think I had Purdue. Well, IU wasn't in it last year. I had Purdue go all the way. I they, mean, they didn't, but I had them doing it. <laughs> if IU was against Purdue, I would, I would, not. I, I would not be in a room with my wife. But yeah, I. <laughs> you guys are weird about sports, though. Like I've never seen anything like it. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you have like rituals and dances, and what? you watch you watch everything. I feel like every time I like call you or tell you like something's going on, you'll be like, "Oh, there's a game on," and it's like every game in the world. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it. <laughs> oh man, it's this like, has been like a therapy session. This is... It's like I'm sorry, some team no one's ever heard of is playing <laughs> another team no one's ever heard of. We can't make it. <laughs> we just get we build up. We're like we're gonna make this big meal and we're gonna watch the game and it's great. And it never ends because the next season's just another sport. I know. I kind of feel the same way. I, I understand where you're coming from. Cause because I like I understand it more for NFL and yeah. college basketball. Which are but two main But then it gets to like, the middle, and then you're like, oh, this baseball game's on. I'm like, who the fuck? I, I almost <laughs> feel like it, it is. I agree with you because <laughs> I don't know where it comes from either. Because we'll be yeah, like... Yeah, you never watch sports. And I don't think you yeah, watch sports until no, you were married. No, seriously. Like, there was a turning point for both. It started with me because then I... And, like, with Kelly, like, she probably likes the NFL more than I do. Or any other human being mm-hmm. on the planet. But it was just like, I'd be like, oh, we should watch Colts. Like, when we first started going out. And now she has she has Yeah, opinions. she's way more into it than you. Yeah. That... That no other human being. Well, she hates Aaron Rodgers to an insane degree. Aaron Rodgers more than any human being. Who I love. Anyone. I don't. But I just don't understand because Aaron Rodgers is just a good man. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I've had this same conversation with her. Or just like I don't understand. And I said it earlier. I was like, I don't know where this originated from. I don't know how you got to this point because literally, she like, hates the, the, and it's be, she says it's because they win too much, but they. Don't. <laughs> so she's gonna have to come in here and defend herself. She can hear us, honey. She can't hear us. She, we'll we'll talk to her later. She's out there like. Mm. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a sack of shit. <laughs> and it's not a jokey thing. Like <laughs> no, it gets intense. I get sad. I leave. <laughs> I sit there, and I'm just like, well, <laughs> we did. That. We we. <laughs> Teams that we like, we were like, what was your favorite, like, colors of a team? And I was like, oh, you know, I really like the Packers colors. It's just funny because who hates the Packers? I don't know. I, 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 like, I understand if you're a Bears fan. I understand if you're a Lions or Vikings fan. Like, if you're there all the time or if you had something, like, you know, with, there's certain teams for the Colts that, like, it's annoying because they beat you all the time. Like, mm-hmm. the Steelers or the Patriots. Like, and it just, it starts to get obnoxious, and then you, you kind of have something with Houston, whatever. You know, like, at least you can see. I could see, like, oh, I hate that team. I do not understand it. No, I do, they're just, like, the they're all, perplexing. like, nice men. There's not any, like, weird, weird things going on there. Like, all the other teams are like, oh, he's a great player, but he beats well, dogs. And you're like, <laughs> crap. <laughs> so, like, I feel like the Green Bay Packers don't have very much of that. Guy. I know, and then, it's like... 
Aaron Rodgers, not only is he one of the best quarterbacks. He's the nicest man. He's the nicest man. He stands up for people. He's, he's like, a good looking dude. Yeah, he's like pro everything you want him to be pro for. There's nothing controversial about him. No, he's just a, a good player with good morals. And he's got the same chip that Mr. Chippy Brady has, where he didn't get drafted right away. Mr. Chip, Chip, Chippy Brady. But you know what? He doesn't complain about it. He does his thing. I'm going to stop you because I think we should go into our game or we're just going to go into this for like nine hours. (laughs) And this podcast is going to be like four hours long. Where are we at right now? We're at 135. Oh, shit. We were doing so well. The last ones were both an hour exactly. What happened? What are we doing? (laughs) I think we just had a lot to get out. Yeah. This has been a very... Ther- this is going to be like that Doughboys episode where they just talk to each other they through a lot They just screamed at each other for like an hour and a half. And that I, was like one of the first episodes I listened the to. the first episode I listened to of the Doughboys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, this is... They, Nick, that was just like Nick went on the complete defense. That we're, we'll cut this out because we're just talking about other podcasts. Yeah. At this uh, let's move on. So we're... Yeah. Star Wars Toys... Great stuff. Um, we're gonna do a game here where we um, um, we're gonna name some characters uh, from the uh, Return, of, Return the of the Jedi specifically, and we're gonna do our best impression impersonation. Yeah. But I think we should put the one guy from A New Hope in there, and I think you know who I'm talking about. No, <laughs> who are you talking about? I don't know who you're talking about. But butt face. <laughs> I, I, if I would have guessed 40 characters, I would not come up with butt face for that part. But yes, let's throw butt face in there. Cool. <laughs> Alright, so let's start with Bib Fortuna. Okay. You have to give me a line to say, because I, I know who he is, but I don't know what he says. Uh, me Jabba No Wanga. Okay. Me, me Jabba No Wanga. Me Jabba No Wanga. <laughs> He scared me. <laughs> He's a weird man. <laughs> it's funny to me that like that's one of the characters where every single person knows his name. And he's like in three scenes, and he's just this weird, ugly, like slug man. I don't like him. His eyes were scary. All right, uh, Jabba the Hutt. Whoa! <laughs> Salacious Crumb. Larry Bird's judging us right now. Oh, there's Larry Geyser. It's not as good as I thought it would be, but uh, it's alright. I'm glad I came. I'm glad I'm here and I uh, appreciate uh, (laughs) it. It's a real slam dunk. Uh, Jesus Christ. Baseball, basketball. Stop. (laughs) Alright, Salacious Crumb, the little man on the side. Little tiny dude. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. That's mine. Okay, check this out. I'm not going to brag or anything. Oh, shit. There's two voices I can do. <laughs> you can do Ernest. Uh-huh, which you already did, so don't do it again, please. I don't think it's on the recording anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Was it scary? 
<laughs> you act, you're acting like it was scary. It wasn't scary. It was just like I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> wow. Well, let's go. Don't you spill your knew, coffee on these children. You knew way more scary. lines than I thought. What do you mean? I thought like they're real lines in the movie. Okay. Oh, but I was doing better before. You're yeah. right. All right. So here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> Shit. It was fucking loud. It has to be kind of loud. <laughs> that was good, though. Thank you. I think you won that one. All right, so butt face. Butt face. He doesn't like you. <laughs> that was bad. That I was don't good. like you either. <laughs> That's also the best Valentine I've ever I know, made. that was pretty I, funny. I laugh at it every year because I, I, I made a Valentine that just had the first guy that said he doesn't like you and then you opened it and it says I don't like you either. You laugh at your own joke every time. It's not really a joke and I didn't make it. Well, I made the Valentine, but like... I, um, there's this ween video I, I watched once when I was drunk and I posted a comment on it. And I was I made my wife watch it like two years later, and like we were watching it. And I went down to the video. I was like, "That guy gets it." <laughs> I was like, "What he had a comment?" I was like, "That's me." <laughs> what what? I don't remember what the comment was. It was on uh, the the whistling. Isn't she lovely? Oh, uh, from the uh, um, that was uh, fun. That was so much fun. The yeah. Ween Show in uh, what what's that place called? The why is, I always want to say hideaway, but it's not called the hideaway. It's called the... Oh, God. We don't know. Um, but it's a really great place, and they do the moth story hours there. I have but no it, was, um, it was Dean Ween's band, and which is Ween without Gene Ween, unfortunately. But Yeah, I really I have never seen Ween with both the Weens. It was uh, Dean Ween's band with the Meat Puppets, and that the, the last song that they did was... It was, isn't she lovely, but... And these guys are... They know what they're doing musically. I'm just saying, like, they're very talented. Like, you think, like, you're going to pull off... You go to most music shows. Those guys don't know (laughs) what they're doing, but you go to the Dean Ween show. the eagle, the game? Those guys know what they're doing. The Beatles, complete shit. (laughs) Beatles shit, Rolling Stones shit. Uh, That's the only two bands I know. You faked it in the studio, didn't you? (laughs) What I'm trying to say is, like, you would assume that a band, especially of all fat white men, could not pull off okay, even Paul. close to... I want to say one thing is that Dean Ween is not fat. <laughs> but the rest of the guys were pretty chubby. That's and true. they all at least have beer guts and look like they're about to fall over. I would marry Dean Ween in a second. Everybody would! <laughs> You're not alone in that. Um, but... You wouldn't think they would even be able to come close to pulling off a half-decent Stevie Wonder, the greatest musician. It was or, incredible. The that greatest living incredible. musician. But they, at the end of the show, they do a version of Isn't She Lovely where they all whistle. And it is, to this day, the greatest performance I've seen live. And it's I just I cannot believe that yeah. we sold. It was the best, and I think we should end the podcast on that just because it's so fucking long.